<laughs> I'm the cute little old man jogged to the stage in the podium, Dylan Jones. And I'm Stephen. I'm speaking. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Okay. Pen. And this is Closet Talks, the podcast where we sit on the floor of the closet and we talk about whatever we want to because it's our podcast and not yours. <gasps> and this just in, something just happened oh my God. just a few hours ago. I think there was a video about it. There is an audio clip I have for you right here. From our friend. And it what'd is. What'd she say? We did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> That was amazing. Oh he really was. Oh my God, that was so amazing. And her speech, we just, we literally finished watching the speeches and we came upstairs to do this. And I have to tell you, my hope and faith in America has been fully restored. So I got a couple more days. Uh, but like, maybe not fully restored, but it's, on the, it's, it's definitely on the restored. Yes. yes. There's an on track. Um, it's on my learning plan to um, <laughs> have America be restored shortly. It's got to be signed off. I don't know if you can proc to me, but yeah, you know my D learn. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I <laughs> I am so excited. I'm over the moon excited about it. The uh, I think those speeches are not for the white man. No, and I'm as a white man. I'm okay with that. It's not always about the white people. No. Well, that's the thing. A record amount of voters came out this year, and it's mostly people of color. Mm -hmm. Be that black, uh, Native American, um, whatever color, Latino, Asian. In the Crayola box you fall into, all of those. Right. Did you see that awful that awful breakdown of ethnicities? I can't remember what news station. It was probably Fox. But it was Mm. one of the news stations that was like, Here's the demographic of people who voted: white, black, Latino, Asian, something else. What is that? Something even mean? else. Something else was Native American. You can't say that. Oh well, if I mean they can. I'm not saying Fox News is biased, but you know they just didn't. It said something else. Yikes! And no. I was like, good these, gravy! These like are come people on. with ethnicity, ethnicities. Who are very proud and you you can't Mm-mm. do your research because you're lazy. You know, something else about what's happening with the presidency now, I think I saw it today. N- news sources uh-huh. are done. They're over with it. Being called They're, fake news. Uh-huh. Did you see the guy from Everyone CNN? is being called fake news, bruh. Did you see the guy today on uh, CNN? No, but tell me about it. So he's like reporter on the you know on the front line and Mm -hmm. he's like the camera's you know on him and he's like you know we're doing this and this is what's happening you know biden just won the president-elect and blah blah and behind him into frame steps into frame a man wearing a make america great again hat and a trump 2020 mask and the (laughs) the reporter turns around the the reporter turns around and goes uh you good and the Trump, su- <laughs> the Trump supporter, no. the Trump supporter says, "Is this fake news or real news?" Uh-oh. And the CNN reporter said, "Fuck off!" and turned right back around. And they did not edit it. Uh, Later on that day, can CNN, you find this still? I sure can. Okay. Uh, CNN was live doing live coverage, and they were coming. They were panning across all of the. Uh, the Biden people who were celebrating 
and one of them they they come across and there's like signs that say fuck Donald Trump. They say fuck Trump. They were not edited out. They were not blurred out. Oh. And the audio was playing from the rally and it was fuck Donald Trump. That's a fuck that, Donald Trump. That song's a banger, not, man. They did not blur it out or it's, even go to commercial. It's because the song is a banger and it's I think right news to the point is done being called fake news. Well, we noticed the other day that they had changed his picture on uh, yep. CNN. It was CNN. It was wasn't CNN the, is like killing it. Oh, I think because it was done, both even, photos of them smiling. Uh huh. And then when he started to lose and he started throwing his temper tantrums on Twitter, oh. CNN changed his photo to a more serious, uh, scary looking Trump. Like he, like he was looked, constipated. Yeah. Yeah. And then he had his 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 child rant, which was yes. embarrassing for everybody. Yes. So, yikes. 74 more days and we're done. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, on, let's see if he's forced. He thought he was moved. winning. And you know what? No, he never. You know what? He, he thought he was winning. Uh, and those mail-in ballots and absentee ballots said, Mr. President, I'm speaking. Yeah, they did. I'm speaking. <laughs> the memes have been <laughs> out of control. <laughs> I'm usually one to shy away during like a political season, but these oh. memes are fine. I mean, I can't shy away because it's working in my favor. So right. it's like, yeah, I'm biased, but you know, I'm biased. Yeah, I don't think Biden-ist. we have anybody that listens to this that are Trump supporters. You know in all honesty, and, and if, if they, they do, are, that's baby, okay. I'm sorry. I'm I not mean, sorry. That's your business, but um, we are a media outlet just as well as anybody else, and we can have our biases if we want them. Oh, because we, you know what we do. You it's our what? podcast and not yours. We can talk about whatever we want to because our podcast is not yours. But we love that you come and listen to our <laughs> podcast. Yes. Thank you so much. Maybe if you are a Trump supporter, maybe we offer a different view that you aren't quite seeing. Right. So you if you are, please listen, continue to listen and see maybe, you know, if that changes anything. But you know what we didn't do? What's we that? didn't do the toast. So oh, okay. yes. instead of toasting to Closet Talks, hold on. Clo- What's in your cup? Oh, uh, this is Bacardi Black and Coke. Do you have it in like a like a dispenser, like a, like a pop machine, where you just like oh seventy five cents? No, for some rum. There's always rum. Why is the rum gone? It's not. <laughs> it is not <laughs> because Stephen drank it. Uh, <laughs> and what's yours? Uh, it is a Czech liqueur that tastes like star anise. Um, licorice it tastes i don't know it tastes like a lot of different things it's like the dr pepper of liquor star anise is the base of licorice yeah there's just a lot of different whatever and it's very smooth it's only it's good when you uh when you chill it also um the guy at total wine recommended it because i was looking for uh Mm -hmm. uh which i got but then i was looking for krushkavats which is an apricot Mm. liqueur from Croatia, but they don't Ooh. sell it anywhere here. So it's a lot smoother than <laughs> I love Apricots. Uh-huh. It's real good. My, My grandmother had... used to have a tree in her backyard. Well, they she were should good. make Krushka. They were really good. It's so good. Anyway, it has since gone to town. But oh. yeah, uh, you're having that and I'm having this. And instead of uh, toasting to Closet Talks, we are going to toast to the new president-elect Joseph R. Biden and vice president-elect Kamala Harris. Hey, I'll drink to that. Uh, yes. Mm. Oh, that's oh, good. That's smooth. I saw a post from someone I went to school with today that posted um, Joe Biden in a graveyard waving to a bunch of headstones that says, thanks for your votes, because they're claiming 
that <laughs> Biden that Yikes. Biden cheated by using mail-in ballots for people who have de- who have passed away. And um, so far, there's no evidence of that. Something about a watermark and yeah. uh, like, there's okay. a whole thing. So there's like there's that whole thing. It's it's a baseless accusation from oh, of course um, their Lord and Savior Donald J Trump. <laughs> and so she posted that, and I posted, I commented on it. I said, okay, don't be a sore, a sore loser now. And she responded and said, in all fairness, it's our turn. For because what? we insinuating that we as Democrats have been sore losers for the last four mo- four years. And so uh, sore losers, I, we're the short end of the stick. Right. So then I commented back to that uh-huh. and I said, Well, honestly, it's very exciting for me to be on the other side of the table now. Where I get to say when someone, because I've, I've heard nothing but for the last four years, if you don't like America and the president, then you need to leave. Well, guess what, bitch? It's my turn. You don't like that Joe is the new president? Then leave. It's very difficult <laughs> to it's leave very this difficult country. Process, but but, but hey, leave. If you're I get to say that now. And she commented, touche. And then she re-commented and said, my husband can't wait to start making fun of people with hats he doesn't like. Insinuating that Democrats made fun of people wearing the MAGA hats because we were like, those are stupid. And so I commented back, even when it's petty time, don't come for me. I can out-petty you. I can out-petty you. Uh And I commented back. I said, um, I said, well, I've always thought that making fun of the hats was rather stupid. It's a piece of fabric. Much like the masks that all of the Republicans tend to not want to wear, it's a piece of fabric. And she didn't say shit. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> when you're as right as you are, when you're as right as I am, you don't have to say you're right. It's true. But uh, so that happened. Yeah. Uh, it is a brand new day mm-hmm. here in the U.S. of A. Uh, Seventy-four more days, and we get rid of um, mm-hmm. the man-child, which. And let's be honest, he's going to be forcibly removed by law enforcement. That's I what they the news it. stations said today. They were like, uh, apparently, and a White House aide said that Trump said today that he was not going to leave the Oval Office That's and he not was going works. to stay. And um, the news outlet said, well, whether he likes it or not, he's going to be forcibly removed by law enforcement. The position has been and filled. Then after been he. Go. Yeah, on uh, January twenty first, he becomes a civil like a civilian. Uh huh. That's, That's unfortunate it. for him. Yeah, yeah. especially with all of the uh, legal stuff coming his way. Why are you whispering? Because <laughs> he, he gets he uh, gets what's coming to him. Mm-hmm. So um, let us just preface this, and I meant to say this earlier that d- not all Republicans are required to vote for the Republican. Nominee, correct. Um, I mean, Joe Biden flipped a bunch of them. Uh huh. There was a lot of like signs uh-huh. that I've seen that were like Republicans for Trump or yes. Republicans for uh. Biden. <laughs> but you know, you see both of them. Right. It is crazy that you see like Republicans jumping ship. I mean, they just—it's uh, not fair to make accusations or assumptions. No. But like, if you didn't know that you know this could happen, like. Where have you been? This yeah. country just needs something different. Yeah. And now we have a female person of color oh. with South Asian mm-hmm. descent. Descent. Uh-huh. And in a daughter of immigrants. Uh-huh. Incoming. Watch out, America. It's amazing. Yeah. 
It's just, like I said, ugh. it's a brand new day, and I I have played this on a loop all day long today, from the Wiz. Yeah, you have. Um, brand new day from the Wiz, and I, as much as it is a meme that everyone's like rejoicing and being like, it's a brand new day, like you know. But I even asked you earlier. I was like, have you ever like listened to the lyrics of Brand New Day? And you said no, so I read them for you, and I'm going to read them now okay. because, Stunning. like I said, like I said earlier, like the lyrics of this song were meant for the same emotions of what we're feeling today. Mm-hmm. Everybody, look around because there's a reason to rejoice. You see, everybody, come out. Let's commence to singing joyfully. Everybody, look up and feel the hope that we've been waiting for. Everybody's glad because our silent fear and dread is gone. Freedom, you see has got our hearts singing so joyfully. Just look about. You owe it to yourself to check it out. Can't you feel a brand new day? Mm. That's how I felt today. Uh, I woke yeah. up and saw that, and I was like, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Can't you feel a brand new day? And then those those speeches were just... Oh, those speeches. Was like, let's get back out there so and good. go on with life and see each other again. I, As much as I enjoy my me time and my alone time, which I thrive really greatly on. I, there's a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people, but enough people that I just, I want to be social with again. I don't want to be like, Mm -hmm. well, I don't know when's the last time you were here. And it's not all going to happen immediately. No. But at least someone's going to do something about it. Yeah. And take it seriously. Right. The, you know, the, the Cheeto decided when he had his little fit, Yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. He didn't talk anything about COVID. He talked about how he was done wrong, how everything was uh, like... Rigged. Yeah. And Biden just said that was one of the first things. Yeah. Because he talked about the COVID. I loved Biden when he said, um, as the president, I will not see red states or blue states. I will see the United States Mm. of America. Mm. It's like, oh... I love it. It's also lovely that we have someone in power that makes coherent sentences. Uh-huh. <laughs> just throw out facts. Also, First Lady Jill. Mm-hmm. Bye, Betsy. Yeah. Betsy DeVos is, is on her way out, packing fam- her bags. Family guy meme where they're tossing the lady off the ship. Yep. <laughs> Bye. Teachers tossing off Betsy DeVos. She got to go. Oh, she's the worst. Poor thing. But. Um, right next to Kelly and Conley. Gross. <laughs> Anyway, a let's move on uh-huh. from that. Yeah, what's um, going on? We did the drinks. Um, so we've talked about how big of fans we are on TikTok. I was, I've, I've my new fascination with TikTok is I've come across Bread a couple. Bread making TikTok. No, oh. plastic surgery TikTok. Oh no, I'm good. Where I watch people getting like before and afters and like. I have some um, consultations on like how the plastic surgeon is going to do this, that and the other. And so I'm watching, (laughs) I'm watching this one the other day and he has like under eye bags Mm -hmm. and a very full double chin and he's going to like suck it out. And he, the doctor's like marking on him. He's like, we're going to go here, here, here. He's like, see what these fat bags under here. And I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I would have burst into tears <laughs> because he also talks about man boobs. Yes. That one. He I goes, look have, at these big old man boobs. I, I would like, have burst into oh, tears. Had my plastic surgeon okay. be like, well, these fat bags right here under your eyes. I'd be like, <laughs> I died. I was like, not the fat bags. In the words of Blanche. No, no. Oh God. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, 
so yeah, I just I love I love TikTok. But thank God been, Walmart bought it. <laughs> yeah. I've been falling into the like I said, the plastic surgery stuff and I was like, this is all like really cool. I haven't been out in three days. We yeah, have a lot to, to catch up on. I know it's so great, but you always Perfect. send me really good ones. No, I that's do. why I sent you a couple. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um so we were talking last time uh-huh. about vibrations. Oh, I have encountered Remember? some very um, low vibration people, and yeah. boy, yikes! I so could not get out of dodge fast enough away from these people, and they because they thrive effect. on pulling you down right. to their level. You just cannot let them win. Nope. Um, you know what they hate? Smiling. <laughs> I came across uh, like a, a inspirational. Uh, Instagram the other day oh, and one of them it said be such a beautiful soul that people crave your vibes and your vibrations oh that that I while I've not ever really put that into words that's what I strive for in life yeah I mean being a giver that's you know it's just what it is but right yeah I love that when you walk into a room people should go <gasps> uh-huh, here. uh-huh and you know what that is my you know I'm not gonna chew my own horn but you can tell when people are like, oh, thank God it's you. And yeah. they're not for real. Yeah. Which we're not here to drag anyone down, but like, no. you know, celebrate your successes. And to me, that feels like a success when people are like, yeah. hi, or they like, they call you by name. Mm-hmm. There are hundreds of people that still work for this company and someone has taken the time to remember your name. Yeah. That is a huge, huge deal. And I yeah. don't mentioned that before, but I have noticed, um, not to get into like too many, too much detail, but like it's not exactly a secret that I have been seeing someone. And when people find out <gasps> who it is, they go, oh, I love that. He's such a great person. And he's such like a, a beautiful soul. That is goals. Is to and find I'm like, someone like that. I know. Yep. Uh huh. And he feels the same way about me. So that's, what's the magical part of it is because like I crave his vibrations and he does too. Yep. And so when we're together, we just like, I I told you the other day we spent 16 hours together. That's a long time. The other day Uh we went to um, universal to do some Halloween stuff and we spent 16 hours together and I didn't want to kill him. It never even crossed my mind. I wasn't bored. I wasn't. It was very pretty. Like, okay, it's just like, I'm a little bit, you know, irritated that we've been together for so long. Or I've usually, yeah, same way. I get that. Like, Uh I I did not get that a single moment of that day. And as hot as it was outside, we still had like little nuggets of affection here and there. And it's just Mm, like, it was really sweet. It was really, really sweet. I mean, I love that for you. But yeah, it's just, it's an amazing feeling that when people hear who you're talking to, they're like, oh, I love that. I dated people in the past where I tell them that and they go, oh my God, I love this person. They're yeah. so great. And I'm like, I think so too. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's a great thing. Um, vibrations. They are real. <laughs> um, so I also, we were talking not too long ago about... Um, how easy it is to, I know this is, this is a very bad transition, but seeing the issues in other people uh-huh. and how easy it is to point out other people's flaws. 
that will bring you down. That will make you a low vibration person. It does. But it's also extremely difficult to point out your own flaws. Uh, yes. It's hard. I Sometimes it's hard to see. And I equated this to a friend of mine who was asking me for advice. And I told him, I said, this is gross, but I said, let's say, I said, you're, you're a human being and your nose is right above your mouth. It's right there. If you don't brush your teeth for three days, your nose being right above your mouth is not going to tell you that you smell and that your mouth smells. But everybody else in the room is going to. They all know uh-huh. because they can smell it. Yeah. That's the human like problem because it's easy for everyone else in the room to be like, well, that's his problem. But uh-huh. you're not able to see that yourself. And that right. goes deep as far as 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 far as other things too. Like if I'm have if you know, I've have trauma in my life that has created this like you know, mental flaw in myself. Usually you're the last person to know, but everybody else can point it out. That's why you have to have good friends. Yes. You're <laughs> very kind to tell me things that I am yes. very aware about myself. So yes. I'm like please tell me about it. And you're like, well, I'm not, not to be offensive. And I'm like, and then you tell me and I go, it's not offensive because I know that it's right. happening. Yeah. It's just you serving me some hot tea <laughs> on me. It sucks. <laughs> I think it also you makes over you it. a bigger person to be able to admit when someone is, yes, hit the nail on the head yes. when it comes to flaws and things that you are working on or yes. aware of and being like, Ugh, times I say or do things and I'm like, wow, well that yep. didn't come out the way I needed it to. Yep. But, but you're, you know, you're adult enough to let it go. Uh-huh. You don't sit and stew over it. No. And I'm like, okay. So did you see this TikTok? And that's just, you know, just, you keep going. Those, those yeah. are, those are the friends you need are ones who can serve you something hot and not particularly delectable. And you just <laughs> be like, you're right. Take it in stride. Uh-huh. Take had, the note. I had a roommate for many years who we had a very strange relationship, but mm-hmm. we, whenever we were upset about things, we would legit scream and yell at each other, mm-hmm. give it five minutes and then be like, Hey, you want to come in and watch this? Whatever. <laughs> like, and that was how we, <laughs> that was the way that we diffused our own anger mm-hmm. and frustration with God knows what, because we just yelled at each other and, you mm-hmm. know, and we were just, <laughs> we were adult enough and equipped enough to handle it and be like, okay, we said it. We said some real shit things, and we're gonna be like, "Hey, you know what? That was probably not the nicest thing." And I apologize, but um, let's move on. Yeah. And that's part of being an adult is hearing things you don't want to hear and choosing whether or not your response is out of line or an adult conversation. Mm-hmm. Those are two very different things. You and I don't get to that part. Uh, that point. No, I know I in my own experience what is best for me is to walk away. And cool down before I continue, because if I continue, I'm going to say things that I don't mean right. purely to make you angry. And I don't feel the need to dis- disperse my anger in the form of just yelling. No. It, it, it doesn't work for us. No. The way we work for frustration and things is very different than the way mm-hmm. I was with him. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is the same. You can't be like, well, you're my close friend. I should be able to just say whatever I want. Ooh, yes and no. Right. 
there is still a time and a place in the words of RuPaul. You better stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was talking about toxic traits the other day to the guy that I'm seeing because mm-hmm. we we like to play the question game and be like, you know, like, well, ask us, you know, things oh yeah, and but like. It, it, what's funny is like, you know, he asked one, I asked one, he asked one, I asked one and it'll go like three not so serious. And then one that's like super serious. And oh, you're I like, oh, I say have like, to really like think about it, you know, like deep stuff. And you're like, oh my God, I've never even thought of this. And then it's really interesting because sometimes you learn more about yourself as you say it out loud. You're like, huh, I didn't realize I felt that way. And um, we were talking about toxic traits. And I told him that that was my biggest toxic trait is saying things I don't mean in the heat of an argument because I'm going to make you feel as awful as I feel. Mm. And that is not fair. So the older I get, Uh the older I get, the more I'm aware of this. So when I start to have those feelings of like anger, I need to walk away. I need to have quiet time for half an hour or an hour to simmer down and then come back (laughs) and then come back and be like, okay, no, Mm-hmm. Because that's just that's called growth. Uh-huh. And he said <laughs> uh he he's like, well that's funny because my toxic trait is when I'm heated in an argument, I don't want to talk at all for like a day. I was like, perfect. It's both terrible and great. Thank <laughs> you so much. Well, it's I'm, st- I'm speaking. That you know, that would be fine with me now knowing that. But had we not had that conversation, 24 hours is a long time. It is, but I know it's coming. But as so, someone who has lots of voices having a kiki uh-huh. and a kai kai in your head, uh-huh. that's not good. It's not. And he's aware of that. Because the what if oh, yeah, will totally. take over and you're going to go crazy. Totally. But I guess that's why it's, it's toxic. I'm also aware of it. So yeah, if it, it were. Easier, though. I think it does. Really? Yes. Because had he not told me that that is his toxic trait and we had an argument. And I don't hear from for him from him for an entire day. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Okay. But knowing that, that if that he's angry, he needs 24 hours to calm down. Calm down. I will give you that space. I will occupy my mind with other things, and then we can come back together and reconvene. We at least to give you the angle so you have all yeah. the the cards yeah. in your hand. Yeah. That doesn't fly with me though. Like. Oh, uh, I don't know if I want to go there. Um, I couldn't do it if the relationship were a live-in relationship. Oh, well, yeah, that's I couldn't do a twenty-four yeah, hour period no. of talking because I can't go to sleep angry. No, because I don't sleep. <laughs> I, I yeah, I don't. The what if it will just consume you, and then the next yeah. day when I have not slept. Also going to be a little bit of angry. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. I couldn't. I couldn't do. I couldn't do that if it were like a live-in type situation. Like I lived with my ex for seven years, and we would have our arguments, but then before bed, we at least made up enough to be like cordial, kiss you good night, roll over, continue the next day, and now you're rested and you're like, okay, well, at least we're not that mad anymore. <laughs> But, um, yeah, and that's, and that's a big thing with, um, the relationship success from, that I get from, uh, my grandmother who tells me, she's like, just don't go to bed angry. 
don't do it. If you don't go to bed angry, then things you can like, wake up angry. Things like last you know longer. And I was like, oh okay. Part of a relationship is having uncomfortable conversations for the better. Totally. Of the relationship. Yeah. And things that like go unsaid weigh you down just as much as uh huh things that are said. What if? Uh huh. Yikes. There's when there's too much room for interpretation. Um things that's why I think skew. Scorpios are the worst to lie to. Because we overanalyze everything. So if you lie to us, there will be a hole in your story somewhere. Mm. And the more times that we obsess over it, we're going to find the holes. And then it's just not going to add up. Mm. I don't know nearly as much about other signs as I do Scorpio, but I know that that's to be true. Yeah. So Because we're very intellectual people. We're, l- we're overthinkers. So, I mean, look at the time that I was, you know, having like a little date night with said said boy and it was after I had fallen down the stairs and I was in my my ankle boot and he didn't cuddle me at all after having cuddled the previous times a couple times huh we didn't cuddle at all he didn't make a move he gave me a hug and a kiss on the cheek before he left but the boot sexy bitch and I got home or he got home and I was like I came up here to your room and I was like I don't know if he likes me anymore. And I started having that what if meltdown. And then, so I just messaged him because he told me early on, he was like, if there's something I've done or said that didn't sit right with you, please tell me. I want to know, be upfront and honest. And so I messaged him. I was like, it was really strange not being cuddled and not, you know, being affectionate with you. Is everything okay? And he was like, oh, I was just being respectful because I didn't want you to be in an uncomfortable position of like having to cuddle with that giant boot on your foot. He's like, I didn't want you to be uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, but for the 45 minutes it took him to get home, I went through 9,000 scenarios in my head. Of oh, why right. doesn't he like me anymore? <laughs> and that wasn't the case at all. So that's why I'm constantly being forward with my, with my feelings because that sometimes it hurts that person. Sometimes it hurts me. But in the long run, it's a good thing to do, to be open and honest about how you feel, especially to those around you who mean the most. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And not let things weigh you down. Mm-mm. And sometimes the things that weigh you down are not yours to carry. Very on true. the flip side of all that. So on the it. flip side of all that, you have, you know, you're say you're in a relationship with somebody who's just they're not the right fit for you. And the things that they're doing are not conducive to your relationship. And you see where it's coming from and you see that there's like emotional trauma. Mm-hmm. It's not yours to fix. You can no. try to help. No. And you can be supportive. You are there to compliment, not complete. Correct. Um, you were there to be supportive and be like, if you need me, I am here. I see these things that you're struggling with. It is up to that person to come to terms with it. Right. Right. Um, I posted something on my story. I'm going to find it right now. Um, of what it means to be a soulmate. Oh boy. What it means to be a soulmate. A soulmate isn't someone who completes you. 
A soulmate is someone who inspires you to complete yourself. A soulmate is someone who loves you with so much conviction and so much heart that it's nearly impossible to doubt just how capable you are of becoming exactly who you've always wanted to be. Well, shit. Compliments. You compliment each other. Right. You come together and make something even more perfect, you know? Okay. Um, the, which leads me to another word. Oh. Fine. Okay. That uh, I don't know I this found. one yet. You don't know this one. I like this game. So I hate surprises, but I'll allow this one. It's a good one. Yeah. So I, that's, I think that might be my new, my new thing. Maybe not every single time we do a podcast, but um, I want to I want to find words and meanings of words that I've never heard before. So this one is I'm an let you know there are a lot of them out there. Yeah. So uh, search your heart's content. This one is not a made up word. This is a this is an Arabic word, and I think it is pronounced yach aburni. Yach aburni. Yes. Okay. Which means. Oh boy. You bury me. Fuck. And that literally translates to the feeling that you feel uh-huh. when you're with someone. Okay. I'm going to try not to cry. When you're with someone that means so much to you that you hope you die first because you cannot bear to live without that person. That was not the interpretation I thought you bury me means. Yeah. I thought it meant, God, you're literally the worst. Nope. You bury me. You want that other person to bury you because you cannot fathom living without that person anymore. Is that an adjective? And you hope that you die. Is that an adjective? Uh, No. I think that is, I don't know what that would be. A noun, I guess, because it's a feeling that you're having. It's a thing. You're experiencing Yakaburni. Huh. So, yeah, Shit. I came across that and I kind of sort of burst into tears because it's beautiful. And I'd never heard it before. And I was like, wow. Because there are people in my life that I've met that I felt that way for. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh huh. That. I just I hope I'm the first one to go because I don't want to be without that other person. Uh-oh. As selfish as, as that sounds, but like it's also not because like if you really feel that way, you really feel that way. You say that in good taste, though. It's not like no. It, it's a there's different kinds of selfish hmm. for different mm-hmm. reasons, and that's a good reason for to be selfish. Yeah, but also shit for them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else I find when people say that it's selfish, which I don't agree. When people say that people who commit suicide are selfish, I don't agree. I see it from both sides, but because go on. their self is the last part of the equation. Nothing, when it comes to suicide, nothing that they do or say in that moment has anything to do with them personally. It has everything to do with their life, how they're feeling, the things that are they're carrying around that which may not be theirs to carry. Usually not. Um, the emotions that they're feeling in that moment. 
I can't I can't relate, so I don't know exactly. But my opinion is I don't find it selfish because having a selfish thought is the last possible thing that goes in that equation. Okay. You know when you say you can't help how you feel? Yeah. And sometimes there's people that have, you know, they're in that wavelength of thinking um, that sometimes you can't talk people out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, how can you, how can you talk someone down from the ledge? There's no right way to answer that question. No. Because it's circumstantial. Because, I mean, if you, if you're in that position, of course you're going to try. Well, yeah. But sometimes you, you can't. That person has made up their mind and as unfortunate as it is, it's, it really, yeah. Sometimes people just can't help how they're feeling. Yeah. This took a real dark turn. It took a serious turn. <laughs> it's um, just, speaking it's a re- of, it's a real thing. But uh, speaking of, the National Suicide Hotline is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Anytime that I talk about suicide, I bring that up <laughs> because you never know. You throw their number out there again. I can. It is one eight hundred two seven three. Eight two five five. There you go. National hotline. Someone is available. Which I just learned. Twenty four hours a day. Yeah. Yes, I just mm-hmm. learned, not too long ago, that there is another one. It may be suicide, or it may be just like mental health. A it's hotline good. you can text. Because oh. not everyone can talk on the phone. Right. Not everyone is in a position. You know that you may be in a room full of people, and. Um, yeah, it's a it's a textable hotline. That is, and yeah. somebody gets with you right away, which I thought was really cool. There's another one, but this one, um, it is more so geared towards LGBTQ, um, and it is the uh, the Trevor Project. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, but that is, that I mean, it's not yeah. just specifically for LGBTQ plus individuals it's for everybody that's is the plus is the plus on the end of that the premium version of gay well yeah it's the lgbt plus community the agenda is not free man <laughs> are you kidding me 7.99 a month uh, that's what disney plus six dollars even <laughs> oh <laughs> well they're cheaper so um no but the trevor they call it the trevor lifeline is uh one eight six six four eight eight seven three eight six and they're for I mean, they say if you're having suicidal thoughts or feeling alone and just someone to talk to, they're there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's confidential. You know, they're they're there to listen to you. They're there to talk to you. Yep. I've never called it. Um, but I know that it's been around for a long time, mm-hmm. so something must be happening from it. So, yeah, yeah it's a good cause. So, um, but I hope that those things will be, that number will be, and I never wish <laughs> it's not ill will. I hope that in the coming years and at least the next four years that that number will be utilized less. Yeah. I hope that the change that should be coming will not make people feel alone and not feel like their country doesn't want them. And that 
you know, their neighbor doesn't have their best interest at heart. Like, right. I never grew up that way. I was always under the, I mean, maybe I lived in, you know, a snowflake world, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Michigan, it does snow. So there you go. But like, I never saw my neighbors as people who meant to do me harm. like harm or like thought badly of me. Right. Like, I don't know. I just, the neighbors across the street, they were like, I knew who everyone on my street was. So I'm just like, ready for, my rights as a gay man to be off the fucking ballot. Yeah. Stop voting on my rights. Just give them to me and then we will move ahead and everything will be fine. I'm ready for people to be treated fairly. Yes. Especially uh, black Americans and Muslim Americans and women and, you know, all those that I didn't mention, but are still very much important because I've forgotten the moment right now, all the <laughs> things I was going to say. But anyone who's ever, you know, had to have a conversation with their kids, yeah. like, hey, people aren't going to like you because of what you right. are. You know, that shouldn't be a thing that has to happen. But I know of many people who say that that's a conversation they've, their parents have had with them. And I hate that. And, you know, I, I've heard the conversations of people who like, you know, these black mothers having to speak to their children and be like, okay, you're, you know, you're not a kid anymore. You're a teenager. So when you're walking home from school, don't wear your hoodie up. Don't have um, your AirPods in, you know, be aware of your surroundings. Don't look suspicious. Make sure your pants are pulled up. And makes you all the, you know, they, they give them this rundown of being like just walking home from school. That hurts my heart a lot. It does. It just, I mean, as a white man, I've never had that. And I will never understand that because that is what's called white privilege. I saw a girl on TikTok who, um, she said that it was, it was a black mom. And she was like, I had to have this conversation with my kid today. And it was super uncomfortable because her kid got his driver's license. And she was like, proud of you, but here we go. If you get pulled over, I th- I think she even said when she was like, when you get pulled over, you put your hands at 10 and two and you look straight ahead and you don't move. And when the officer asks you for your driver's license, you have to ask him for permission to reach down and grab it. You shouldn't like that, that should be a thing on that should not be a thing. It breaks my heart that people are in that ha- even having to like fathom the conversation. I just it makes me angry. Here's how to survive. And granted, that's I mean, that's what your parents are there to teach you. But this Absolutely, is a different but it's kind not of thing. a fair thing. No. Like you said, it's white privilege. I never had to have that conversation. No. And I I, I had to have a similar one with myself about being safe as a gay man. Mm-hmm. But that one's, <laughs> that one's easier to hide than the color of your skin. Yeah. So I just, I never, I think I was always so not immune, but uh, just ignorant to this because growing up, I lived in a very, from what I saw, accepting community. But again, that's called white privilege. Mm-hmm. I don't know what goes on. And I have a friend who I've been friends with since elementary school. And one day I would like to sit down and talk with her about these things. If she would have it and say, girl, I 
and and I've had you know uh, black friends comment and be like, it you should don't think about it that way. But I was like, but I'm going to. Right. Like I, it's not about me, but I just I feel so terrible that I had no idea that these things could have been happening right around me. Right. And the people who I thought were my friends were the ones doing it. No. Yep. No. 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 Yep. That just hurts I my heart to think that people aren't treated. I mean, d- things have declined obviously right. in recent years, but. I grew up in the middle of Texas and being gay was not an option. So I was in the closet the entire time, but seeing there was, there was a gay guy a few grades ahead of me scandalous, and who ended up being trans and just got the shit kicked out of him. And I was scared. I was scared. I was like, well, that uh, that seals that deal. I'm going to be in the closet from now on because I'm going to get my ass kicked. And the kids I went to school with were so fucking mean and called me every name in the book. And then I remember getting my driver's license and um, <laughs> there was nothing to do in my hometown. So my, my, my two friends and I would get in my car and we would drive up and down the strip, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Just listening to music. And gas was super and cheap. Yeah, gas, gas was like was a dollar. 75 cents a dollar. Yeah. Or a and gallon, uh, rather. Wow. So, Words are hard but then, time. like, the bullies, who all drove these massive trucks with, like, you know, the floodlights on them for when they're out they in the did. field, you know, all that bullshit, they would find my car and watch me drive by, and they would peel out and get as close as they could behind me blaring their horn and they would turn on their brights and their um what are the, the, the floodlights the floodlights uh-huh. to where i couldn't see anymore all my mirrors are blinding me and i couldn't see that's the level of bullying that they would do they would go to that extreme gross and like one of them almost actually like almost ran me over one time i was walking to my car in the parking lot he saw me and just hit the pedal to the metal and was coming straight at me. And he's laughing the whole time. thinking it's funny. I'm going to wipe out this faggot. Like, this is the kind of shit. And I didn't bring up with my parents because <laughs> then it's I have just to gonna make the, it worse for you. I have the uncomfortable conversation of being like, they're calling me faggot. Well, are you? <laughs> <laughs> they knew. <laughs> well, they did. <laughs> parents always. But know. still, well, that's the sometimes that's that's the bullshit that I that I dealt with. But. Also, like seeing the way that the black kids were treated. We had, I think, two Asian people in my town and they were treated horribly. And don't get me started on what the Mexican kids were called. Mm-hmm. Being from Texas, you're right there. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of Mexican families. And which in my hometown, the Mexican families are like the pillar of our community having owned like their own, they own all the restaurants that you go to. (laughs) Mm, So I've never understood that such a, like a weird thing that you want to call these Mexicans, all these slur words and say that they don't amount to anything, but you love to eat Mexican food. That's called biting the hand that feeds you. You literally pile in every Friday night, right before the football game, you pile in and everybody goes to get the Mexican food. And I'm like, I don't understand it. 
there's a line from uh, the Macklemore song, uh, Same Love, which uh-huh. is a beautiful song. And it says, America the brave still fears what we don't know. Yeah. And it. Yeah. It. I mean, it's true. I know, you know, other countries are like that too, but like, if it's different than you, ah, burn it with fire, call it names, do yep. terrible things. Like, yep. why? It doesn't make sense. No. But guess what? Things are changing. Yes, things are changing. It Slowly. is a brand new day. Lower the temperature, man. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I know. That's what he said. We're going to lower he, the temperature. I did, he did his little cute old man jog out to the stage. I know. Let so me tell you. And just, I don't know. Between he, him and her, like, just, I don't know, their smiles were just. I felt so. Safe, reassured. Yes. I just. All of the above. <sighs> Hope was restored. Faith, not so much yet. No, but hope was restored. You, you earn, yeah. So, still got a couple more days, but right. like y- you know, what I think is going to be interesting in the oncoming couple of months is watching because it starts. Don't soon, even say his name. I think, like within the next month or so, they start doing the the crossover, where new White House staff has to be trained from old White House staff. So I wonder how that's going to go down. It has to happen. The words are going to be, I'm jealous of you. <laughs> but like, you know, when Trump aides are having to train Biden aides, what is that going to be like? Well, I'm just going to let you know that in D.C., while it was mostly blue, there's no way that some of that his staff did not vote for Biden. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, when you're treated... That terribly, yeah. Morales, terrible. and you're constantly worried. Well, am I going to be the one, like the next one fired? Because he loves firing people. I mean, he had a whole show on it. Yikes! But like the the fact that the, that was the catchphrase. You're fired. Oh. No, 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 don't do the voice. Yeah. Oh, the, the voice. Is the so time funny. for doing the voice <laughs> and even calling him by his name is just over. He can be a number because that's all he is. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I was number 45. What did I just say? I said he was number 45. Yeah, but you said the government name. Donald J. Trump. Oh. There's <laughs> a special place in hell for you. I'm going to pay extra for it. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I don't Right next this to message. him. You can sit right next to him. I don't approve it. I don't approve this message whatsoever. I don't care. I'm now unemployed. Nope. I have to go to the DEO. In Florida, because I'm a Florida oh, resident. Oh, I saw that meme where he was filling <laughs> up. He was stuck on the DEO waiting page. Yep. Ugh. I have to file an unemployment with the DEO. I'm going to get my claim denied for nine weeks. <laughs> and maybe finally get paid. As a lump sum. But you know what? He can't get paid. Because I didn't pay taxes. I paid $750. He's going to owe so much. <laughs> I can't wait for the How IRS to come for him. Paycheck? I can't wait for the IRS to come for him. Because you don't fuck anything. with them. His campaign came out and was like, can you give us money? Because <laughs> we need to take care of all these court cases. But in yep. order to do that, you have to pay for it. <laughs> you ain't got no money. Yep. They're like, we'll triple the, the amount. No, you won't. No. No, you won't. But I'm still going to put stuff inside of my cart on com. I don't even want to say it. And I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. Card abandonment, man. It's real. Oh, well. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Alas. Anyways. Um, the last thing I have, actually, is um, 
card abandonment. It's real. <laughs> uh, da, 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 if I can find it, there it is. Um, and this only goes for Scorpio. So if you're not Scorpio, sorry, but it's a different way of looking at like your traditional Scorpio versus an evolved Scorpio. And I consider myself evolved. Oh, well, puff, puff. Considering what 2020 has put me through, and we've talked about how you know I've come out the end of this as a better person, but an unevolved Scorpio is what people tend to equate the word Scorpio to, because like every now and then you'll get somebody hot-headed, they're aggressive. like, they're they, not wrong. They tell you they're like, oh, you're Scorpio, Ugh. and because and they name the traits. Well, these are the traits. Lick rest of a unevolved Scorpio. They get triggered by jealousy. You, David takes other people's opinions personally, mm. possessive, yeah. manipulates people to do what they want, Ooh. secretive, well, and doesn't know when to not speak their opinion. Oh. And an evolved Scorpio is communicating their feelings, being open and honest about mm-hmm. them, loves to make other people happy, doesn't let other people's nasty comments hurt them, not allowing jealousy to be the best of them, to get the best of them works hard for the dreams and focused on growth and embraces change. Okay. And that's on growth. Mm. Period. We love it. Mm-hmm. We love to see it. Okay. Oh, geez. My glasses just got caught on the mic. How embarrassing. Oh my God. We love that for you. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. Oh, PSA, watch mm. Shit's Creek. I just finished it. Mm. No, thank you. Ew. I said no, thank you. Mm. That's what I said too, and then I started watching it. I was like, Whew. oh, I watched it. I watched one and a half. S- okay, so it takes like two seasons mm. in order to I get in. about it. They're 20 minute episodes. Nope. You'll be just fine. I'm all right. Ugh, I it's roll. okay. That's Not everybody likes right. the same things. That's real rich coming from you. You got a list of stuff for me. Because I know that you'll like them. That's a different story. Uh, sometimes. That's a completely I different story. I hated misery. It made me cringe. Did, it, did you hate it? Though? Yeah. It's a great story. Um, w- w- The Hammer. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Why you didn't record my reaction? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did, actually. What? I put it on Snapchat. I don't remember this. <laughs> Anyways, watch the show, and then when you're done, there's a Netflix featurette um, about the whole season and the uh, appreciation from this and that. Uh, just uh, acknowledging, I it has a gay character that is not normally um, addressed as opposed to other shows like this one is like it it they he doesn't live in a world of prejudice where people you know it's wrong for being gay that was just it was never a thing and that was such a monumental thing to just huh. see a character that fell in love not out of like strife and problems hmm. and i think that was the big thing about it and it also is a representation of pansexual okay here for the wine not the label and huh. those are the shirts that they wore to Toronto Pride because it's a Canadian show. Cute. And it was just it was just really cute. And it really oh, picks I'm up the in the last like three seasons. So that's why I'm really I push for it like my sisters push for it. And I was very against it. But the last three seasons really pick up because there's more of that mm. romance and it's really cute. So. <sighs> Fine. 
maybe if there's nothing else to watch. I'm about to start Grey's Anatomy from the very beginning. Okay, so R.I.P. You're never going to see me again. <clears throat> You're just going to be in there. There is 12 years worth of television. I know. Oh, my God. And they're like 45 minutes. I know. <laughs> I don't want to watch it with you. I'm so sorry. I don't I have mean, that much time. I'm here for a good time, not I'm a long sure time. I'm sure it's fine. I watch seasons upon seasons upon seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, and those are 40 minutes each, and there's like 14 seasons of those. Yeah, they got all of them are worth watching. No, but I still do it. Oh, oof. I still do it. Oof. What's your beauty tip of the week? Ooh. Um, My beauty tip of the week is to always stand up for yourself. Just like the vice president-elect... Kamala Harris did to the vice president by and saying, I quote, I'm speaking, I'm speaking. Okay. 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 I, uh, speak. yeah. but I'm speaking. No, but you see, I'm speaking. No, I'm speaking. My Rudolph. I'm, I'm going to need you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Maya Rudolph as Kamala. Well, there's going to be a new episode tonight and you know, know that as soon as, you know, as number 46, one, um, Jonathan Mullaney was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually stuff. I actually looked it up and to see what the process is on SNL, like the day of, you know, what's going to happen. Uh, apparently they had two skits already done and they were oh. going to film one or the other. And so when it came out today, this is what happened. They're going right into it. Good. So it was no scrambling. They literally had everything. Oh, done. well, I'm sure that they've had stuff. For, yeah. You know, everything just started on my birthday. Yeah. Hey, best yeah. birthday present ever. Don't worry. I'm age. Mine it's is in 30, 32. Mine's in 14 days. Oh, no. Yeah. We We're do. doing something really cool. <gasps> yeah. We're going to go see a movie that Ooh. came out in 1992. Oh. Um, and it's going to be private. So. All my friends get to go with me to the uh, Universal Studios Cinemark. And I get me plus 19 other people into a theater, socially distant. And we can watch a movie that came out in 92, which is Batman Returns. Yes, it is a Christmas movie. It takes place during Christmas. (laughs) So if a movie takes place during a holiday, does it make it that? Yes. So. Yes. Okay. Why else would it be an option? Because that's the options that they had. They're like, well, you could. Use They're all this. Christmas movies. Did I not send you the list? You s- you told me something about Halloween. No. That they had to be Halloween movies. Yeah, that was for October. Oh. So when the November okay. movies dropped for this private watch party, which is only ninety nine dollars, not bad, not bad at all. No, especially if you if you. It's to twenty split people it. to get into a private theater, and all of your guests get discounted concessions. Five bucks. Five dollar popcorn, three dollar drinks, two dollar fifty two fifty. I'm candy. gonna eat so much <laughs> freaking popcorn. Um don't stand too close to me afterwards. But yeah. Lift up. That's what we're gonna do. But all of the all of the November movies that were on that list to choose from were like The Santa Claus, The Grinch. Sleepless in Seattle. Like a bunch of Christmas movies. And then Oh. That's a Valentine's Day and Christmas movie, but But that's all, all right. Yes, okay. All right. Well, until next time. Be kind to one another. Or at the very least, be cordial. I love that. (sighs) See you next time. Bye. Bye.